This is the Curious Human Podcast, and I'm so happy you found your way here. I'm your host, Rochelle Taylor, and my intention with this space and each episode is to weave together impactful insight, storytelling, and in-depth conversations that provide you with the tools to support your evolution, to understand your nature and the nature of others, and connect with other open-hearted and curious humans navigating their humanness in different ways. Here you'll hear from me, a type 7, 8-wing, alongside other other types, thought leaders, and impactful voices, and we'll talk about all the things that inspire you to step into an aligned and expansive expression of your life. Things like the Enneagram, embodiment, health, spirituality, psychology, wellness, and creativity. I believe you were put on this earth just as you are with your own unique nature, story, lessons, and infinitely curious spirit by design. So together, let's nurture our curiosity, unearth our potential for evolution and growth, and support each other as we try our best to navigate this wild ride called life. Hello, hello, curious human. Welcome here. Today's episode is a conversation with one of the most inspiring women that I've ever had in my orbit, and I've been so lucky to be able to connect with Kristen Stewart um, through many occasions in multiple ways over many years. Um, and Kristen is an Enneagram 4 who's living a life that's anything but ordinary. Of course, that's what the four craves and wants is um, to be fully expressed. And Kristen is fully expressed in her embodied potential as a coach and mentor for women. She brings her energy from her wild and dynamic surroundings. She lives in the Canadian Rockies and she brings this inspiration and reverence to Mother Earth through her teachings and through her own being a student, she's doing her work. She has been a dedicated student and practitioner of ancient wisdom practices for the last 20 years, including yoga, meditation, Andean shamanism, energy medicine, and divine feminine teachings. Her gift is guiding others towards their passion, purpose, and powerful presence in life. In this conversation, we explore the four in her embodied potential and also her lessons on her path to embodiment. I love conversations with the four type and I'm very drawn to fours because they are often misunderstood on the Enneagram and they're more than just moody. It's really that they have this capacity to feel and meet others like on the full emotional spectrum. They will go there with you. Um, And uh, I love that and I know you will absolutely love this conversation with Kristen. Um, But before we dive in, I want you to take a minute to mark your calendars because enrollment into my digital school of self-awareness, the Any Academy, opens on November 22nd. In this study, you will understand yourself and others by diving deep into the layers of your nature and understand why you do the things you do and how to expand into something more. So together we'll explore this potent framework designed to help you navigate your humanness and transcend your self-sabotaging patterns. You'll do it with like-minded, curious humans, so you're not in it alone. Get on the waitlist at rochellettaylor.com slash anyacademy-waitlist. I'll put the link in the show notes too for easy access. Okay, let's dive into yet another soul expansive conversation, shall we? Hi, Kristen. Welcome, welcome. Thank you so much. It's an honor to be here with you. I'm so excited to connect with you and chat. And so you are um, 
a divinely inspiring woman uh, with this vibe and energy. I've had the pleasure to um, know you for the better part of a decade almost. Wow. Wild, <laughs> wild and watch you evolve. And I am digging and loving this expression of you. Um, and so tell us a little bit about what you're feeling, what you're doing these days. What's Kristen Stewart up to? Sure. Well, I'm actually in the launch phase of a really exciting rebrand for myself. Um, the Sacred Femme brand is launching uh, literally on the 11-11 day, the 11-11 mm. portal. And this evolution has come over the last couple of years. As we know, things have been very interesting. And I you know, I've been mostly immersed for the better part of almost 20 years in the world of yoga and wellness. And I've always had an aspect of, of mentorship and coaching as part of my business. And in March of 2020, I, you know, I could feel the build moving towards a call to pivot. I'd been feeling it for a couple of years. And I, I knew it was time. It was time to move step up and into this greater expansion uh, in the way I desire to express and share my work in the world. And so I went all in with coaching and what I've witnessed over this last two years, I, you know, I barely recognized the, the business I had before. You know, I've been an entrepreneur for 15 years, which has danced in and out of many different iterations, very, you know, very much a part of my, my four type. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I'm, I'm so excited for what, what is, what has happened and what is coming. I can feel it. I can see it and supporting women in their next level evolution as um, really what I've, I've been called. This was a, a term that was given to me by a client, a midwife of awakening for women. Mm. Yeah, I love that. And let's um, talk a little bit about your four type. Mm -hmm. system. And so what do you love about your foreness? And what about your foreness is hard? Mm -hmm. So I've always been very driven for sure. So there's mm -hmm. that, you know, that purpose driven aspect of self. Um, the word inspired really, I think sums up, you know, my life so well from the time I was a little girl, I've always been very very inspired and, and love sharing that, love sharing that energy with others. Um, you know, courage is something that different, what one of my mentors calls perpendiculums in my life have really called me to, the, the courage to, you know, to pick yourself back up after you fall, the courage to keep going. And you know, I've, I've been a person who's loved the mountains all my life and have lived in them for 20 years here in the Canadian Rockies. And I know that the mountains have taught me a lot about courage to, to keep climbing, keep going. This is important in the path of entrepreneurship. Probably one of the aspects that I, I both love and need to navigate the challenges of it are my sensitivity. And mm. so I'm a deep and big feeler, which means I, I deeply feel a lot in others, which supports me in the work I do as a mentor and coach on an energetic level and also you know, feeling a lot of what is going on in the world. And I have to be so discerning and disciplined to my self-care and my practices to ensure that I'm not carrying 
all the feels of the world and, mm. and can, you know I learned I suppose you could say I learned the hard way what happens when I'm not I wasn't aware of how much I was carrying that was not mine in the past mm, yeah and um I I love and appreciate uh, those shares and really the perfect description of the four's growth path to the one of the stability the discipline um because the artist can't express without it, right? And through 15 years of entrepreneurship, you know this, right? The best idea doesn't, without the steadiness, without the discipline, it doesn't get created, Absolutely. right? So it's, it's um, that's the lesson of, of the four. And that's the beauty. There's so much beauty to learning about the system later in life, because you can kind of already see how intuitively you're like, right, that's, that is what I did to grow. And that is, you know, and now there's language to support that. Um, and uh, in turn, I know that with, um, and you spoke about, you know, uh, being um, in primarily the yoga wellness space and, and then shifting into the coaching space. I also know the Akashic records make their way and weave their way in there. And it's something I'm really curious about. So I'd love for you to tell me about your, um, you know, how you found your, and, and also a little bit about what they are for those who might not, you know, um, have any idea. Sure. Yeah. You know, this journey has, this has been a fascinating one. And for me, it began uh, the first time I went to Peru and the Sacred Valley was on retreat with one of my teachers, Ali Bogard. And this was, we went for November 11th of 2011. We were there mm. for that particular energetic, whatever, you know, whatever resonates for others. I call it a portal, an activation. It was a real amplifier of the time of awakening that we're, we're really, really in now with the next wave essentially. And once I got to Peru, I was having memories of experiences that had been lived in other times. And I remember being at Machu Picchu and I was going up to the sun gate and I literally had a flashback to being a little girl skipping up to the sun gate to greet my father coming back. And he was an Incan warrior. And I'm thinking, what is going on here? And I realized that I was starting to, to remember histories of my soul. And so the Akashic records are an energetic blueprint of our soul and our soul's journeys over the course of time. So coming in to different timelines, different existences. So this would resonate for those who believe that we, we reincarnate, that we live multiple lifetimes. And so what happens is our soul lives its its life journey. So, for example, whether I make it, I, you know, I journey into my hundreds in this lifetime or not. Um, when the soul departs, it drops the history. It's like drops my records and into the akasha, which holds the history of my soul, my soul's lifetimes. And so I started to remember these experiences. And when I got back to Canada, I started to work with a woman out of California who supported me in understanding the Akashic records. I did a one-on-one -on -one intensive training with her and I never had the intention to read the records publicly. And then last October, October, 2020, it was as though I literally got kicked in the back from spirit and said, it's time. And I knew that I needed, to, I'd, I'd been working through literally the, 
the fear of persecution for sharing this type of information. And so it was like the witch wounds were really in the, you know, coming to the surface, which makes sense because we're literally seven generations from that time in mm. our history. And so the first records reading I wound up doing was for this incredible woman I've always deeply, you know, I deeply admire, um, Taryn Toomey, who created the class. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, wow, spirit, you really, you know, you really kicked me up here, you know, to not just read for a friend, but here you go. I want you to read for this woman who has this beautiful, bold, big energy and powerful medicine woman. And then I began automatically, the energetics started to flow. I would, you know, I basically would see people in their field of light, their field of light for where they're, you know, almost where they're divinely programmed to actualize in this lifetime, should they choose it. And so this added a whole other dimension, multi-dimension mm-hmm. to my work as a coach and mentor. And so I incorporate that into my, my sessions with clients where we read this, their soul. And so many women that I've been working with in this way over the last year, we almost immediately go back to the witch hunts and start to clear the wounds, um, the fear of being in, speaking their truth, of accessing their, their special gifts and you know, it's, it's a way of opening, opening the records, clearing the debris that is in the way of them stepping into their fullest expression in this. Mm. And it's so interesting. And, and I brought that up in a workshop I was leading um, for a full moon, I think in September, um, but just about to um, remember this remembering that our history is not separate from us. And so when we, as women collectively are starting to remember the magic of the world as the creators, as the creatresses, as the bringers of life, we're, as we remember the magic, of course it brings up, right? What happened when we tried to bring the magic to the world, do you know? And, and so it's like this remembering that if stuff resistance comes up to your magic, to your, it's like, yeah, that's fully innate, you know, it's fully um, conditioned from, uh, and that it's something you're carrying that you don't know you're carrying. Right. Um, so it sounds like the records offer an opportunity to be able to see the things that you may be carrying and harboring for that opportunity for, for release and and that energetic clearing. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. And you can also, I mean, every, every soul has a record. And so there's also businesses have a record. So mm. for the entrepreneur women that I'm, I'm supporting in, in business, we, we literally open the soul records of their business and, and see where it desires to go and see what might be in the way. So it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of fun there, you know, there can be some interesting records that come to light, so to speak. And it's an, I see it as an invitation. It's an invitation, you know, my, an invitation to go in and, and clear, clear what's, what might be in the way that is unknowingly in the way, because we are mm. continually carrying energy and we carry individual consciousness and we carry the collective consciousness. And I started to tap into the collective consciousness of the feminine wounds in 2014, when I was in Peru and I was working, I was in ceremony and this awareness came to me and I knew that was part of my work in supporting women in this, in this level of healing. And so 
This also began my immersion in the path of Andean shamanism to pursue studying and understanding how to work with light as a healer. And I've been apprenticing with a couple of different um, Andean shamanic healers and um, I'm on the path as an initiate, as an Andean priestess called the Nustia, which is really funny. Mm. Oh, that's so wonderful. And I love, um, but, and this, um, draw to the counterculture, right? And this expression of the counterculture, right? Of, of the, um, let's call it a non-ordinary sure. way, yeah. right? Non-traditional schools of thought um, is such a beautiful expression of the four type in their fullest. Um, the, you know, the embodiment of the four is this innovative force that gives the world meaning. They're called the meaning makers of the world, right? By bringing all the creativity, all the, and, and even I, um, could allude to, right? There are some interesting things you find with any of um, our, our tools. <laughs> it's not a guarantee that it's, you know, all sunshines and rainbows, right? Any tool that is a spiritual, a tool designed for spiritual awakening and clarity inherently involves some meeting of truths, whether you know, of of what you're carrying, whether it was yours or not, right? Um, ugly truths to face. Um, uh, and for you as a four who can take a lot in, right? Take a lot to heart. That's the, the four defenses projection. I'm going to take everything in. Um, how do you deal? <laughs> um, I have a very, uh, I have a very, disciplined morning practice where I, you know, I take two to two and a half hours in the morning in meditation, in um, clearing practices, limpias. I'm, I'm currently studying with grandmother Florida Mayo, who's a Mayan priestess woman. And so the combination of the Mayan and the Andean uh, pieces have bring in a lot of the, the medicinal supports for me, meditation, prayer, and working with light and I, I meditate with the sunrise. I meditate in the direct sun rays when I can. Not always possible if it's a particularly cold morning and we're moving into that season here in the Rockies. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm very aware of uh, where my energy goes and, and who gets my energy and what energy is coming into my field so that I keep my channel as squeaky clean and clear as possible. And my, I have boundaries like never before. And I never, that was where <laughs> I, I learned a lot about, wow, you know, boundaries are so key, so important to create an energetic field of protection, particularly when I'm working with people who I'm supporting them as we go into their shadow work. Mm -hmm. And so that I'm not taking on anything and that I'm also going into my sessions so clean and clear that I'm not taking anything into my sessions because otherwise, you know, I'm not able to hold that clarity in, in my channel that's streaming and, and connected to source wisdom. So from everything I put into my body to my self-care practices, you know, I have a morning breathwork practice. I do a little bit of Kundalini practice in the mornings. Part of my rituals are, are literally making the fire in the morning. I love the, it's like the art of fire making. Mm 
because we have a wood fireplace in our new place. And that has taught me a lot <laughs> as nature always does. And then of course, time in nature, that's always been a huge part of my life. And I recognize more and more the calibration support, the attunement support that comes from my time in nature. And I work with a lot of essential oils. So mm. like all of the plant medicines, ceremony, ritual, embodiment practices that you know we, we, sh we share common ones, yeah. you know, with yoga, meditation, yoga, nidra, breath work. These are all part of my toolkit to support me so that I can stay full and hold the level of light and power and thus energy for what I'm here to do and what I desire to light up in my own world, in my business. Mm, I love that. And um, if um, curious humans are looking to access their Akashic records, yes. right? Look at their soul's blueprint. Um, what does that look like? So I have a, an offering set up on my website that I call a calibration session. And it's a 90 minute deep dive where we go in, um, record the session, open the records. People can come with specific questions that they're curious about. If they're, you know, finding themselves cycling in certain cycles, mm -hmm. or, you know, certain stumbling blocks or, oh, why am I in this place again in my life type feeling? Mm -hmm. Um, so they can come with specific questions or a lot of women are curious to simply have their records opened and we go in and what comes to me, I literally, it's like movie screens start to open and I see these different, it's like these different timelines, these different lifetimes lived that are revealing information that help inform and, and also affirm what is going on and it, it's the invitation to to work with the energy of what is being revealed and the beautiful thing about the akasha that i love you know compared to some other perhaps what might you know some might call more esoteric type readings is it all comes back to free will we are sovereign beings and it comes back to our choices and our free will so it's not you're given, this is what you should do. This is what you're going to do. I don't subscribe to that because our souls get to choose and, and we choose based on what feels wholly aligned for us, you know, versus the, the classic psychic reading of this is what's going to happen. And this is, there are multiple paths that are open here. Mm -hmm. What is aligning to your heart, your soul? What feels like light to you? this let this energetic expansion may feel you know this is what is aligned this is what will feel more aligned because whatever is expanding is where i you know that's the cue of this is where we desire to go versus what feels contracting what feels contractive let's go in and unearth what is this contraction what is at the root of this let's clear it and then i i work with light as well so i work in the Andean way of healing. Mm. And we just start to clear the field, clear the aura, clear the energy field, the electromagnetic field. Mm, amazing. Uh, that um, sounds so wonderful. And I could definitely see how um, that would offer people some uh, more space. And I love um, this coming back to, and within my own practices and work, um, it, yeah, every, it's, all, it, it's all energy. It's all energy. And I love even that the Akashic records acknowledge, you know, that your business is energy. 
You know, I had um, my father was an astrologer who was a stockbroker who would um, pull up um, charts for companies based on their incorporation dates to see where they were, um, <laughs> you know, okay. what, what times they were in, right? Because this business is an entity. It has an energy. But so everything is energy. Absolutely. And um, so often what is, and, and remembering that our bodies are actually, you know, perfect and wonderful and healing and regenerative by nature. But when energy gets stuck and we hold it, right. our body is unable <laughs> to behave in expansive ways, right. right? Because, because it's literally stuck so often, you know, and it's funny because, um, and I work one-on-one with clients too, who, you know, it's a like, great, oh, we're starting coaching. We're going to, it's going to be great. And it's sort of like, well, the first thing we're going to do is go into your crap, right. And go into, go and in, go into your <laughs> patterns and go in and, and it's not going to be really comfortable, but it's going to be impactful. Right. Right. So it's like, but people are so like, let's expand, let's expand. And it's like, no, 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 no. We got to ground and we got to make sure that, you know, we pr- we're pulling the weeds. <laughs> like, Absolutely. You know, I was going to say, we need to till the soil first. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's, it's this coming. And again, um, and nature of course is just different frequencies and vibrations of energy. Right. But again, a rooted energy is not the same as the sun, the light. So um, I, I love and how it all comes together really. Um yeah, it's so. a great harmony. Let's clear the channel. So we're this clear mm. streaming channel of, of light and wealth and, you know, and love. And there's so much truth to it. You know, I think those words sometimes get woo-wooed a bit, yet the reality is it, it's all a current of energy. And the more we, we, we're playing in the field of potential and the more mm. we can light it up, which means we got to go in and weed out what is holding us back or holding us down or where we're getting stuck so that we can clear the trajectory because there literally are no limits. Mm, I love that. And I love that, you know, as a heart type, really um, this beautiful expression of honing your heart energy into something impactful and innovative that can change lives. And so I really appreciate all the insight uh, that you shared with us. And um, if there's one thing that you wish that people knew about fours, I wish that I think that fours are often sometimes the most under uh, misunderstood type because um, we only see them as sort of like the starving artist or the, like, do do you know, or, um, or or super duper sensitive or moody or uh, it's, but so what, um, when really it's comes, I think from something much deeper, right? It's, and so, um, yeah. What would you like people to know about fours or being a four? I think there's such a a desire for for depth, connection, meaningful, soulful relationships, mm. you know, and in all aspects. So in relationships, in business, it's like, let's go in, let's go deep, let's, let's get way beyond the surface because we don't have time to play on the surface here. Let's mm. go in and light up the most, you know, epic experience possible in whatever you know, trajectory of connection that is, that is meant to be, you know, Mm. business relationships, friendships, but it's, 
it's soulful and I, you know, there's and that need for soul. So if you, if you can't meet you there, you're not in for it. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm here for the soul. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, I love that. Oh, thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you, Kristen. And where, um, can people find you? Where's the best yeah. place to connect with you? For sure. So there's, there's my social media platforms. I've got Kristen Stewart uh, on Instagram and the sacred.fem handle is open. And that that's where I'm, I'm moving the transmissions that I share. I do a lot of channeling transmissions and, you know, inspiration around what I'm offering as far as upcoming programs. You know, so I just launched a program called Iconic, a masterclass series that people can still take in until the 28th of October. It, it was a free three-part series. Um, and then that's leading into creating your legacy. And so that's mm. launching next week. Um, Facebook, Instagram, those are my platforms where you can find me. And I also have a group, uh, a community of women expanding. I think there's almost eight, 500 women in this community and it's the Sacred Femme Circle on Facebook. And I'm there live every Friday at 11, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, sharing a live transmission and coaching. And it's, it's an invitation to celebrate one another, support one another in our businesses, so I encourage everyone to, to go in, introduce themselves with a photo and a, you know, this is who I am. This is what I do. So that women who are interested, for example, in exploring the Enneagram, they're like, okay, I'm going to reach out to Rochelle or women that want to do breath work. They, they come in and I've got some women in there, you know, so I see it as this really beautiful expanding community where we as women are truly supporting one another in our rising. And mm. it's, it's not simply a tagline. It, it, it's deeply embodied in all of us so wonderful sounds lovely um well thank you thank you thank you thank you Rochelle it's an honor to be here thank you so much for having me thanks for listening if you enjoyed this episode take a minute to give us a five-star review and help us connect with more curious humans thanks and we'll see you next time